Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you're listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you a woman who can help you in an important part of your life. How about your relationships, your business, and of course, your health and well-being? And that's self-esteem and also reaching out to help other women. Now, helping other women has been my mission my entire life. One of my favorite ways to do this is to talk with smart, amazing women about their passion and their purpose. That's why I chose 19 of the most amazing women to co-author my book, Leading Women. 20 influential women share their secrets to leadership, business, and life. It's available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and the business section of your area bookstores. Buy it for yourself or for the amazing women in your life who need an extra push to become the leading woman in their own life that they so deserve. Now today, I'm pleased to welcome back an outstanding author and teacher, Kate Montana. Now, I I interviewed Kate a couple years ago about her memoir, Unearthing Venus, where she told how she found empowerment through discovering her feminine nature. Now she has taken her journey further with her new book, The E-Word, Ego, Enlightenment, and Other Essentials. With a master's degree in psychology, Kate explores inner and outer worlds. She writes and teaches about the ego, transpersonal, and transcendent consciousness and evolution. Now, you've also seen her writing in What Doctors Don't Tell You magazine in the UK or in Huffington Post. It's great to have you back, Kate. Thanks for being with Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Well, good morning, Kate. <laughs> good morning, Nancy. <laughs> I love the beginnings like this because it really does. You know, one of the things that we can talk about just almost immediately is <laughs> Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, uh, you know, and also the fact that we are all human beings. And that's what <laughs> but anyway, w- Welcome. You know, we're going to be talking about the ego and we're going to... <laughs> And we're going to have some fun with this, but uh, anyway, thanks for being with me. We we have chatted. It's been a while. I hope you're doing well. It looks like you are from everything I've seen on your website. And you- absolutely, and same with you. And 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 yes, I'm. I can tell. You know, it's moments like this, Nancy, that I can tell that that actually all the work that I've been putting in and learning about the ego and how I understand it now and what I think myself is <laughs> is working because. The old Kate Montana would have been so horrified at oh, yeah. missing at missing a, a recording time and a talk oh, yeah. time, oh, yeah. and yeah. And, yeah. and this no, morning I'm I, just I, I'm bleary eyed and laughing. So there you have it. I agree because the, the the old Nancy O'Reilly would have been going well well you know I mean no no I mean I think that's the important thing is that you know <clears throat> we're both conscious we're both awake and we're, we've got, both got some positive energy which we could put out in the world. So all those things make make life pretty nice at this point. Anyway, let's start with you because this really is about you. Now that we now that we have you on the line, I'm so excited. So <laughs> I'm sorry if I if I keep laughing, I can't stop sometimes. But oh anyway. no, that's so good for us. It it changes our biochemistry and everything. <laughs> well, well, then I'm I'm doing pretty good this morning. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about you and let's talk about your personal story because the journey. Is really, you know, we, you know, we talk about that, but the journey is is so important for each of us, whatever lifetime we're 
experiencing or whatever our life is at the moment. It really has a lot to do from where we have come. And especially women, I think it's always so good for women to hear other women's stories Mm -hmm. because it really helps us to understand that, you know, we all come from bumps and challenges and, and, you know, things happen in our lives that create who we are today. So how did you get to be the Kate Montana that you are today that you weren't yesterday? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I can't. I'm, 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 okay, I'll be good now. Okay. But <laughs> no, I won't be good. No, I won't. <laughs> Go ahead. That's a long story, Nancy. And I guess maybe where I ought, should pick up the thread is, is um, with the E word, uh, the book I've recently that Simon Schuster is, is just about to release. Um, I had been a good little spiritual person for 20 years. I had set my cap early on in my spiritual quest for I was gonna I was gonna become enlightened because that seemed that enlightenment from all that I'd read was the holy grail. It was the yeah. answer. To all of my questions, it was the panacea for living in a painful world. Um, It was going to eradicate my self-doubt, my fears, my my anxiety. I was going to love the world, and and hopefully my bank account would reflect all of this niceness, goodness, and wonderfulness. And and, and after about 20,000 hours of meditation, and and I'm kind of a lean-in, not kind of, I'm a total lean-in person. So when I went after enlightenment, I went after it, yeah. tooth and nail. Okay. Um, I left television. I was a, a freelance editor for um, NBC, ABC, ESPN. And I, I, and I thought I was really something. And um, I, I had a very large ego. Anyway, so I, I wanted to be enlightened, so I, I dumped my career. I had enough savings. I went off and I lived in the woods in a one-room cabin in the North Mountains of Georgia with no indoor plumbing and a cat and a dog and a lipizzan stallion. And I, you know, and I meditated. And I, I, would, I would look within for days and days and days on end. Sometimes I would only take a, you know, like a 10-minute a break in a 24-hour period, have a little water, have a little food, and then go back into meditation. And, you know, it was which is really interesting because in one I was never formally trained. Did I go to TM and learn that? No. Did I go to a guru? No. Did I, I? I just went. Well, meditation is just simply looking within, and I wanted to know who am I. Mm-hmm. So that was my one question: Who am I? Yeah. And that was what I looked within for the answer. And. And in typical, like all of us who who look within and and get on this spiritual path, I had amazing experiences. I had, you know, out-of-body experiences and lucid dreams, and I even levitated one time very briefly and very, you know, probably an inch off the mat. But but, so I had all these talismans of success, Uh and that kept my ego going, and it kept me very excited and prompted me, and I was going to get there, and I fancied myself up on a stage dressed in white robes, you know, telling people all about uh, enlightenment and, and how it really is. And after, 20, and after 20 years of this and a lot of books, and I finally fell into a place. I finally just gave it up one morning. It was 4 a.m. I'd been on such a push for so long. I was so exhausted. And and I had, you know, I by that time I had gone to a couple of teachers. I'd learned some breathing techniques, um, and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed. And at 4 a.m. one morning, I looked down at my meditation mat, mat, and I was like, "Well, I said something stronger than to hell with it." 
And I yeah. just flopped down on my meditation cushion, closed my eyes. I didn't do anything. I just I gave up. Bam. And when I came back to being Kate Montana again, it was like I just laughed and laughed and laughed because yeah. it was like, oh, oh, huh, right. I get it. It's it's the absence of me altogether. Yeah. What yeah. I'm looking for and any sense of grasping and any sense of searching and of course this is nothing new to you or anybody else listening um we're told this that is the effortless effort and the striving less striving and the, and um and that it is the absence of the egoic sense of personal self and right. it really is and yeah. so but what happened in that moment was that i finally realized on the other side of that was that well Enlightenment wasn't at all what I had been trained and expected to believe it was because enlightenment was nothing I could have because it was the absence of I, that sense of personal perspective altogether. So it was the biggest rocking cosmic joke going. And, you know, and, and the, the part of me that got it and that was really loose in my ego sense just laughed my ass off. The other part of Joe Kate was bitterly disappointed because, oh, my God, I can't be enlightened. Well, damn it. Yeah. Well, yeah. There go yeah. all my expectations of the white robes on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is true. What we see visually, I mean, what we, what, what is portrayed as enlightenment, what is portrayed as spiritual, what is portrayed as, you know, a certain level, you know, and they, they talk about levels of enlightenment. They talk mm-hmm. about, you know, being in certain places. Is that you're right? It's it's not there. It's it's all you know. It's it's a mess, just like everything else that we that we that we create. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I that's that's great. So <laughs> so now you're now you're who you are at this moment, and and that's what 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 would you say about where you are at this moment in your life? What happened from that point on? It took me another six or seven years to figure yeah. out um, because. I do just drop into unity consciousness um, uh, sometimes for days at a stretch, and then I would be back to being Kate Montana. That those that dendrite, those neuronal patterns that you know constitute me, that contain yeah. all of my memories and all of my thoughts and hopes and dreams and expectations and fears and anxieties and all of that. That neuronet would like just not fire for a while and there's unity and there's just I am there's presence there's awareness of existence of course I had access to Kate's memories you know but I was no longer involved in the world of Kate and then Kate would come back and and I'd I'd never read anywhere where that happened you know you were either enlightened or you weren't but I found myself in this no man's land of being totally aware of what the ego is and what enlightenment is and and what the ego is not and like but I was still me and I was like well what the hell do I do with this neither fish nor fowl both and I was a red state and a blue state simultaneously and um, so that was incredibly perplexing and it wasn't until literally the I am presence within me woke me up one morning in December of 2014 and said you have to write about what you know and I you know I was like oh god I have to write about enlightenment so I started writing a book about enlightenment and what it's not because I was really kind of angry at how we've been handed this 
you know, like a, a greyhound on a racetrack with a sure, rabbit in front sure. of it. Yeah. You yeah, know, this, this spiritual toy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I was really rather internally angry about that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to write about and I'm going to expose the whole Enlightenment gig. And what I learned through the writing of the E-word, the, the book changed totally. It took me back to when I, when I got my master's degree in psychology, I had totally forgotten about the state of transpersonal consciousness, Nancy, which I realized is this bridge state of awareness between the constricted, limited, I'm Kate Montana, and I'm a woman, and I'm a writer, and I do this, and I do that, this limited personal self, and the egoless, transcendent state of enlightenment, there was this bridge of awareness that is that where the boundaries of the personal sense of self begin to thin and expand, not inflate, but in, expand, yeah. and start to become more inclusive. And there's this deeper recognition of the oneness with all of life and yeah. the, the unity of with, yeah. you know, unification with you and others. And so that narrow, easily bruised sense of personal self becomes much more expansive and all-inclusive. And so I got very excited at that point because I was like, oh my God, this is really the place that I was looking for and that 99.9% of all spiritual seekers I have ever met genuinely are looking for. Because nobody wants to die. You know, and that is what enlightenment is. It's, you know, you either, the ego dies in two ways. It, it either dies at the death of the physical body or, or, it, or it dies in enlightenment. Yeah. And yeah. There's, nobody, there's nobody left to enjoy the prize. And I'm yeah. like, wow, now we can have our cake and eat it too. I can sure. be me, but I can be so unified and expanded and so at one with life that I am no longer this fraught, filled with anxiety, narrow construct of a sense of self that has to have life a certain way or else I feel like I'm a failure. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. I get that completely because I've been on, on a very similar journey. I don't, I haven't met at 20,000 20, hours, but uh, yes, I did take TM. Yes, I was, I studied TM, Transcendental mm-hmm. Meditation. So that, yes, I did that and I, and I meditate regularly, but not an hour at a time, that's for sure. But but yeah, this unification and this we are all connected is really, and I think that's something that has that has I think that comes with experience. I think that comes with with again with just life itself and understanding so many different things. But yeah, this this unification is wonderful. We are all connected. You know, I, I I'll be honest with you. I've, I've been to a couple things here recently, and and this was the one I heard about. This was. A few days ago, it said there is no self. You know, there is no self, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, some of the things sometimes you hear from people that are supposedly religious healer people, healers, that you have to be very, very careful, because mm-hmm. I think I think it, it's such a personal journey that we each take to find our our zen, our peace, our joy. That you know, we we have to be extremely aware of where we're going and, and we don't 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 listen and don't believe everything you see and you hear and mm-hmm. I think oh that is the, yeah that is the one thing that i think i've come up with in my own lifetime is that no matter what people say and do it's not necessarily true and there are many <laughs> truths 
And so we mm-hmm. each have to find our own truth, which is, I think is so important. You know, mm-hmm. uh, here, 2016 was nine years. That period of time was nine years of uh, what nine is a closure. It's the ending of, of a time period. Uh, in 2017 as a one, if you're into numerology, which I am, yeah. Yeah. is all about new beginnings. And I think this is a time that I think people truly are looking for alignment. They're, I mean, let, let's let's change that word. Let's let's say that people are truly waking up. I think there are many people waking up right now, and I think it's an exciting time on our on our planet right now because. I think because, again, we are a global world now. We are all connected. I think we're beginning to understand uh, that we can truly, truly um, uh, assist one another. And with the unity and with that connection that we have with one another, uh, there's so much more that we can do to really change the world for good. I'm I'm all about this lifetime, by the way. I'm Absolutely. here because, uh, you know... Uh, and, and I and I do feel a huge responsibility to make to do whatever I can in this world to make it better. And you know, again, if I'm waking up and my energy is positive, and I'm with others that are waking up and and, and are conscious, and and also have a business conscious model as well, then then the chances of this world becoming better and better, I think, are are, are so uh, it's wonderful. I think it's absolutely wonderful. You know, I lo- I loved your your piece uh, on Donald Trump. I thought that was funny, and I'm not going to talk about it any more than just a few seconds because some things are just not worth time and energy. But there you go, absolutely. <laughs> but but the ego, the people. Uh, here, here's a, I'll share this one with you too because it's a cute story. Um, back when this is back in the '80s, and that kind of dates me a lot. But uh, I had to. I'd received a Corvette for a gift. It was a gift. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I felt like I needed to, and I was working on my doctorate at the time. I was working Mm -hmm. on my doctorate, and I was working, uh, and I thought, I've got to name this car appropriately. So I was studying one day, and so I sent off to the license bureau different names, plates that I, uh, different license plates that I would put on this silver Corvette. And the first one I came up with was All Ego. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I, I, I thought this is a perfect name for my Corvette, and so I, my second choice was all id. Uh-huh. So, so I had all ego and all id. Well, all ego was taken. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so what ended up on my Corvette was all id. And it oh, was, I love it. It was the most fun I've ever had because people did not understand what it meant. Uh-huh. Which, of course, if you go look, I mean, we're talking about Freud and all it is the, sure. the primitive, the, the the raw, the you know, the, the, the racy, the, the <laughs> yeah, the, the I want everything, you know. And so here, here was my car, all it. But what was so funny. I was in the in the Midwest, and a lot of people said, "Was that all I did?" <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I really wanted that Corvette to be all ego. Mm-hmm. You know what I love about your book, and, and, and this is what I really like, because I think it's true. We have to make friends with our ego. And so uh, I like I like your take on that. Let's, let's talk about that, because I, the ego I, is important. It is something that uh, many of us don't understand, that we do have to make friends with our ego. Absolutely. We're unable to function on this planet without an ego because what an ego is is just simply our recognition of our sense of self 
yeah. of our of our of our personal individualism. And and if I don't have that sense of self, that boundary, then I can't distinguish self from the world around me. And I am in a you know that that's probably to some degree what a lot of um autistic people are dealing with is that lack of boundaries and the, you know the onslaught of 11 million bits of sensory data into the brain per second with no organization no that you know without the sensory gating system in the brain and you know functioning yeah, no, so no no boundaries yeah no boundaries so and 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 there's so men there's so there's poor ego it's it's so under attack in the spiritual community and it's it's been such a relief to realize that it's a necessary construct it's a tool nothing more right. what happens and why the the ego gets so out of control and we have examples of that on the world stage right now is that there is no awareness about what the tool is and no awareness that we are not the tool. Yeah. Huh. And so if we don't if we don't have that simple understanding that ah yes the ego is a construct it is my sense of self it's necessary it's wonderful and it is only that and there is more plus the fact that the way the ego is the way the ego is constructed it's from two actually erroneous sensory perceptions one is we come out of the birth canal and we're hit with this onslaught of sensory information that gives me one unconscious message i am physical 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 mm-hmm. so that's my under that's the underpinning of every human being's conscious and the beginning of the ego structure is i am physical it's unconscious the second message is i am separate you know, from the moment we come out of the, 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 the vaginal canal, it's like, well, I am out in this world. I have to scream for the breast. I, the bottle is outside of me. You know, right. my teddy bear is outside of me. Everything I want is outside of me. So the un, get, mommy and daddy are outside of me. They're over there. And so it's unconscious. So that, that imprinting of I'm physical and I am separate is, this, is the root core foundation of the sense of self. And then as we grow up, you know, we hook a name to it and then a gender and then an ethnicity and then we, you know, go to school and we learn all these things about that self, which is really only the unconscious awareness of I am. Yeah. And then we hang all these stories onto it based in physical and based in separation. So when we don't understand that, we are so stuffed because then our whole world becomes about me, 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 me. And that limited sense of self. And so we're always trying to improve that self and make that self better and make that self, you know, shine and stand out in the world and prove itself because it's so, bless the ego's heart, it is so insecure because it's basically just a thought form. Yeah. The ego really is, in in a great degree, is, is an illusion. Yeah. But, but again, our society and, uh, you know, especially in marketing and media, has has turned i mean has learned that by uh, more or less attacking the ego's uh, insecurities which are you know you need to be this you need to be that you need to be young you need to be beautiful you need to be thin you need to be health i mean strong you need, i mean here's all the messages that are constantly mm-hmm. the ego is being inundated with that actually there there's a good reason why there are so many people that are confused as to who they are and, and what they should do in their lifetime, because 
we, you know, the ego is vulnerable, as you said. It's very vulnerable mm-hmm. and, and very susceptible to the outside influences, which continue it to, to, to bombard it. And, again, if you don't have a strong ego presence and you don't have an understanding and, you don't, and you're not conscious of what 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 is what actions are? I mean, what thoughts are, are running your life? You know, then you are extremely vulnerable. And I think, you know, I I I don't even want to think about the percentage of people, but I'm uh, you know I'd say probably uh, I'm I'm going to say 50% of people are are basically unconscious and are being driven uh, by the the ego statements that are constantly they're inundated with, which is you need to be this, you need to be that, you know, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's the I call it stinking thinking, you know. And then so we, end up, <laughs> so we end up with stinking thinking every day, which is all the shoulds, woulds, and coulds that mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning going, "Wow, I should do this," or "Oh, mm-hmm. if only I was this," or "What," you know. And at the end mm-hmm. of the night, going, "Boy, I should have done this today," or "What if I," you know. So I mean, I think this is the 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 true. I mean, when you're talking about enlightenment, you're talking about evolution, and you're talking about understanding and being conscious. It's really listening to the ego and listening and being conscious to the statements and the things that we say to ourselves mm-hmm. and, and that we allow to come into our conscious level of, of being that uh, we let either, uh, you know, uh, affect us in a good way or in a negative way. So, I mean, meditation, I think that's basically, for, for meditation, for, I mean, it is, it is the no self, but it's very, very hard to be, non-self when one is meditating even if you uh, even if you're, meditated for 20,000 hours you know absolutely you're yourself right until that until the bitter end and and that self can be so incredibly lucid and expansive yeah. that that moment when when the self actually dissolves altogether is almost unnoticeable you know we've got this idea in our heads that enlightenment is this bam you know over yeah. You know, instant you know, hit hit with a hammer, and it does happen that way. Um, but it can also just be this gradual thinning of the veil, and yeah. you know, and and personally, it's like it, we are so stuffed as a society. I think Nancy, until we start to take into consideration and start teaching children the concept, you know, that we are also spirit. You know, and yeah, we are spirits, and we are connected. We are spirits, and we are we are, are spirits, and we are connected. connected. Yeah. But there's nothing in our school system. There, there's nothing in our languaging. There's nothing in our media. Um, although there are a lot more, um, you know, the let the force be with you. God bless movies. You know, there's a there are a lot of um, wonderful spiritual messages in the movies and and in TV shows. And there's you know there's always been a fascination in human beings with the occult. But we also, but it also is usually something that is outside of us. It is supernatural. It's not natural, and right. and we have to get away from that stigma of supernatural and go, no, this is just natural. It's part of us. Or we have the power to control others, or we have the power to change things. You know, turn right. turn water into wine and turn uh, metal into gold. I mean, I think that's absolutely the, that's the the difference between. I mean, that's the difference about what we're talking about is that. You know that we we use these gifts and and the ego making friends is a gift that creates a sense of self, which creates an opportunity to live in this world and and as well as to be a spiritual whole human being. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the advantage. And but again, you have to be conscious and you have to be. I mean, I I don't even like these have tos, but to be at a level <laughs> in your life, 
on Maslow's list of hierarchies that you're able to self-actualize, to mm-hmm. actually be able to to listen and to to respond. I mean, you know, I mean, this is, uh, you know, we were uh, this human stuff is really a tough. It's a tough act. You know, it's a tough, it's a tough road to hoe. I mean, this is this is the this is the test. I mean, this is what I uh, this conversation I was having after this <laughs> this supposedly amazing healer said. There is no self, and I was like, it's, uh, we had, we took a break, and I was going, oh, I'm having trouble with this, you know, uh, you know, you, when you get around a bunch of people like that, and you're just kind of, uh, I just don't know. I said, you know, the problem is I'm a human being first. I mean, right yeah. now I can't I can't stop that part. I am a human being, uh, yep. you know, and I do have spirit, but it, the spirit is living in this human body that is, is you know, is dealing with all the yeah. environment, uh-huh. everything else that's being. Uh, you know, char- being thrown at it. So anyway, I just, you know, yeah. I just, I think we, the kindness, the kindness being kind to ourselves, and and mm-hmm. I, you know, I love, I love the part about consciousness is time and space, and I think that mm-hmm. that's such a wonderful way to look at consciousness because it, it it really does open up the possibilities and and allow so many good things to come in because of the time and space. I, I just feel that way. But, we, could, you know yeah. what, we could talk about this for hours. Oh, you know? Nancy, you and I could really <laughs> talk for hours. <laughs> we could talk about this for hours, but your book is there, and it's called The E-Word, Ego, Enlightenment, and Other Essentials. By the way, Kate Montana is a great name. I think this is a perfect name. I love the. I love name. Thank you. But it's, uh, it, it is delightful, it's compelling, and it is profound. But, uh, you know, I think people just have to read it, and, and they have to decide for themselves what is, what is in their journey and what's important in their journey. And I think, I think that's the most important thing that people understand is that how they go about their lives and what they need and what they find in their lives, it's, it's whatever, you know, whatever whatever assists them to live the, the very best lives they can have and find their passion, find their purpose, and just find their just find their satisfaction with themselves and that they're okay, that they're okay. Mm-hmm. Totally okay, just as you are. Yeah. And if yeah. there's, and, and this yearning to be more, it's just the natural evolutionary, you know, impulse in every yeah. single one of us. It's the yeah. creative impulse to change and, and to grow. And it's only until we, you know, and I have, yeah, Actually, looking at the condition of the world and, and our leadership right now, there's a part of me that actually is very excited because it's only until we hit a complete dead end and, and the physical and the, the power over and the acquisition and the having stuff and the me, 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 it's only until we hit the wall and go, you know, I'm still miserable. I don't care how many billions of dollars yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. there's got to be something more. And until yeah. we reach that that point there's not a person on the spiritual path today who hasn't had to reach that point and then start looking for something more and something intangible and expand so it's very hopeful because we're going at 90 miles an hour with our hair on fire towards that wall right now (laughs) well but but as you said though i i see this you know i see a lot of people though since this last uh, election though a lot of people saying you know this is what i want you know, mm-hmm. if anything, it's helped to clarify a lot mm-hmm. of people as as far as what they don't want and what they do yeah. want. And I think yep. sometimes 
that's the best thing when something extreme extreme happens in our world is that we have a choice. We have a yeah. we have a, we have an opportunity to make a choice that's right for ourselves. And mm-hmm. that's I think that's what 2017 represents for me and I hope for a lot of people oh. is that you get to decide. You get to decide each and every day how you want to live your life. And it's not up to anyone else to make those decisions but yourself. And you know what? That's right. There's each day is an opportunity, and there really are no mistakes. You know, there are no absolutely because everyone, everything, every decision I've ever made in my life, and everything I've ever done has led me to the next point in my life, whether it be good, yeah. bad, or indifferent, has led me to the yeah. next point in my life, either through meditation or figuring out each and every day who am I. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is that is the journey that we are all on. But if we can help each other. And we can take this journey together. Anything is possible. So, Kate, I'm taking this journey with you. (laughs) (laughs) You certainly are. We certainly are. We're holding hands invisibly. Absolutely. We're we're doing it right now. And and whoever wants to go along with us and come along, they're welcome to come. So, anyway, how can they learn more about you, your book, and what you're doing and what you want them to know at this time in your life? Uh, they can go to my website, www.kfontana.com, and um, and the book can be found on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble and uh, other booksellers. Well, congratulations on your new book. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping uh, that more people read about them and being conscious. I think more than anything, just waking up and being conscious. You know, the Dalai Lama said, women of the Western world, will change the world for good. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. And I'm also very, very, I think leading with the feminine is the most important thing that we do and leading with our feminine essence. But doing that Thanks. today, so yay, yay, yay. But <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Life. It's delightful. We need to stay in touch with each other. I'd love to. All right. You have a good day. And, and don't Thanks. worry about tonight at 8 p.m. It'll be a great time just to, just to relax. Okay? <laughs> Thanks, right. Nancy. Bless All right. you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.